Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and Collars podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Um, I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. Good to hear. Look, everybody. Um, and I don't have no, I don't have no AKAs for tonight. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and throw it to my co-host. Um, hey, y'all. This is Tall Bianca XO on your Twitter feed. Bianca.jpg on your Instagram feed and Bianca everywhere else. You can just call me Bianca. That's usually fine. Um, I'm coming to you live from Portland, Oregon. The bean is starting to kick in, I feel like. Um, but I have LaCroix's LaCola flavored sparkling water and some good flat water in my Aquapana bottle. So I am ready to go. Doing make it up the rails quickly. And I think that'll be my AKA tonight. Off the rails quickly. You're doing amazing, Bianca. AKA, you know what? I got an AKA. AKA, these stimmies need to hit our damn bank accounts quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm AKA six weeks out stimmy because it's going to be a minute. Listen. Uh, but we are here. We are back for another week. Thank you all for joining us. Um, Edom, we got some hashtag content for y'all, but before we do that, as we usually start these episodes off with, Bianca, go ahead and tell them about the network so we can pay a couple of bills, then we'll get into the show. Flawlessnoisesmedia.com. Damn, All right. <laughs> so Hit the surround sound. <laughs> hey, listen, you gotta, you gotta put it in, in 4K form. Anyway, okay. <laughs> that's the site you want to go to, and that is where you're going to find all the information about this in network, how we started, where we're going, and what we're doing. So check us out um, while you're there. Consider if this if this you know content is just banging, and you need more of this content, you can become a patron at the five dollar level. It'll get you pretty much everything behind the paywall. But if you go to ten dollar level, it, that does get you everything. So. Do yourself the favor, one way or the other. You know, if you're rocking with us, I know times is hard on the boulevard, but if you love us and want more of us, that's the way to do so. Um, we also got a bunch of episodes. All the archives are there, so check that out as well on the website. And you can find us in a lot of the places where you get podcasts. Y'all heard the ad at the beginning of the show. Um, they, they make it possible to be on platforms I didn't think was actually platforms for podcasts. Right. Yeah, they are. Uh, so shout out to you listening on anything even beyond you know, tune in or Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or whatever the case might be, uh, you might be like one of three listeners on one of the other podcast arms that this show hits. So shout out to you. Um, and if you like this, love us, one more of us, write a review and screenshot it and send it to the uh, Crown of Collards Twitter account. That's Crown letter N Collards. And what we will do is we'll talk about your comment on the show for some duration of time. Give you you can also do that with like the big titans like Apple and Spotify and stuff too. But if you're on one of the smaller ones, uh, let us know so we can give a shout out to that platform as well. Indeed. Um, with all that, I think all the bills are paid. Thank you, Bianca. And let's just go and get into the show. Uh, first off, um, a very uh, somber um, and unfortunate note. I uh, want to send condolences to the family of one Keyshawn Johnson. Um, earlier today, um, on this Monday of uh, the 15th of this recording, um, he announced the death of his firstborn daughter, uh, 
Mia Johnson on Monday on Twitter. Um, he took the Twitter. He said, it is with incredible sadness that I have to share news about the passing of my beautiful daughter, Mia. Um, Mia, as my firstborn child, has been the joy of my and her mother's uh, mother Shakiri's life. She came into our lives just as we were both coming of age as adults and has been a constant um, beloved presence for both of us. We are heartbroken and devastated by her loss. Shakiri, Mia's siblings, our family, and me appreciate your thoughts and prayers at this difficult time. So just want to say our condolences to Keyshawn, uh, to his family, uh, his extended family, and rest in peace to his daughter. That is a um, very tragic and very heartbreaking thing to, to see first thing on Monday morning. Um, so we just want to send prayers and condolences to his family. Yeah, it's, you know, never something you want to do where you do a burial out of sequence. Um, you have kids and the hope is that they outlive you. And sadly, that's not what's happened here. She has passed too soon. And you know, we wish comfort and guidance and healing energy for their family at this time. Also, uh, an RIP to Marvin Hagler, uh, who's a boxer who passed away at age 66 recently. Uh, Marvin Hagler is, I was listening to a podcast earlier today and even if you don't remember much about Marvin Hagler, the fighter, the person, anything like that, like he's got one of those fights where you know it by like just two names in the fights, right? Um, you, know, you want to talk about like Tyson Lewis or Tyson McNeely or Ali Frazier, right? One of those. And yeah, Hagler Hearns is right there. It's up there with some of the best, best fights ever. So rest in peace to him. He was a slugger. He was a consummate professional, good ass boxer, and well liked dude. So RIP to him. Condolences with his family too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so let's get into some festivities. Um, let's talk about the Grammys because uh, there were things that happened at the Grammys. Now I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be real and transparent. I stopped paying attention to um, not reality um, to award shows like a long time ago. Like the only ones I really watched were, of course, the BET Awards and the MTV Awards, and I slowly stopped watching both of those. So I forgot the Grammys even happened this weekend, to be honest. Um, but I saw that you know things happen, some good things happen, and some not go, not so good things. Because uh, you know me, usually with these award shows, I'll be, just be wanting to know if any black folks won. That, that's, usually, that's usually the extent to me caring about these award shows. But some black people won, and um, also some black people um, might have got themselves in a bit of hot water, but let, let's, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. So 63rd Annual Grammys, Grammy Awards. Um, Happened on Sunday on CBS, hosted by Trevor Noah from the Los Angeles Convention Center, um, just across the street from the Staples Center. Um, no live audience this year, save for a limited number of performers and nominees because of COVID, um, which, sure, sure. Um, the performers um, included Bad Bunny, who I ain't never heard of, Taylor Swift. What? You never heard of Bad Bunny? No. Oh, Bad Bunny is is a Bad Bunny is a force. Like <laughs> I, I I don't even doubt you. I'm just saying I haven't heard of him. But you also know you also know I'm like 85, so you know you, Yeah, you you're the old man shouting at the cloud. My day, this was 
Prince on the stage. Honestly, yeah. I ain't even I ain't even shouting at the cloud. I'm most likely sleep <laughs> on the porch, to be honest. No, yeah. no, you shout you shouting at the cloud about how you know this was this was Madonna performing back in my day. Nah, I wouldn't because I don't even like Madonna like that for real. I mean, no, and shout out to that video of her son dancing. Somebody put that in a meme recently, and I about fell the fuck out laughing. Anyway, yeah. uh, what were we talking about? Yes, the Grammys. Um <laughs> <laughs> You're doing amazing, Bianca. Uh, but Bad Bunny performed, Taylor Swift performed, Dua Lapia performed. I probably pronounced that incredibly wrong. Please break. Dua Lipa, that's a two dollar fine. Fair enough. Um Dua Lipa. Cardi and Megan performed and um, those are for the performances, at least from what CBS is telling me right now. Um, Beyonce led the field with nine nominations, and after picking up her 28th Grammy win of her career, she broke the record for most Grammy wins ever by a female artist and most Grammy wins ever by a singer. Hey, man. Look. Hey, man. What can you say about Beyonce at this point? <laughs> like... Like you, you, we can get into the minutia of you know her, what you may feel about her as a singer, as a performer, as an entertainer, X, Y, Z. Those are things that you can, you know, have a, a discussion about, and where she ranks on all-time list for you may vary depending on different things, you know, like age, you know, era, things like that. That's fine, but you can't deny that the woman is a force of nature. And has been for a very long time. And you can't give her enough roses while she's here to receive roses. So you might as well just, you might as well, what I'm saying is don't be a hater. That's all I'm saying. Because at this point, what can you hate on? The woman is amazing. Yeah, she, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what, What's the thing that people are offering even at this point? As a, as that criticism of her. Well, at least as far as her art, because I mean there are some things you could say about her. <laughs> but as far as the art goes, ain't really much you can say. It it speaks for itself. So, you know, congratulations to Beyonce. Again, another footnote in her, you know very long legacy in history and you know hey yep another notch on the post queen b queen b uh dua Roddy rich and swift each recorded six nominations themselves and swift took home her her third album of the year award okay <laughs> like i don't even have nothing like bad or anything to say about that <laughs> you know it's just hey taylor swift won another award okay cool um, record of the year went to Everything I Wanted by Billy English. Um, Billy Eilish, that's another two dollar fine. Okay, I read that entirely too fast. I thought they thought they ain't saying English. Oh, uh, yeah, that's somebody that's else. Billy English is that? Is that a person? It, it might be. That's a she, nope. That should say showing results for Billy Eilish, aka Billy Eilish. Eilish. That's another person where it's like. Only because of shows like this and award shows like this that I heard of this person. Because I mean, I'd heard of her before, like when she won and people were mad that she won over somebody. Um, but like, I really do not know who that is. 
and I'm looking at the nominees. Like I'm looking at the nominees. Um, you had Beyonce for Black Parade. You had Colors by Black Pumas. You had Rockstar, The Baby and Roddy Rich. You had Say So by Doja. Uh, you had Don't Start Now by Dua. You had Circus by Post Malone. Savage by Megan and Billy won. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know enough about her or her music to be upset that she won over people that I know of. You know, like I don't maybe maybe her shit slap. I mean, I I mean I ain't finna find out, but maybe her shit slap, you know. I don't know. Yeah, and like I don't I didn't need I don't think I heard you mention Blinding Lights by the weekend in that list, which that song was fucking inescapable this summer. Right? I'm surprised it wasn't on here, but it, it was not. Uh the, the nominees are for the record of the year, just the ones that, that I said. Like he was not nominated. Well, at least for that song, which again, I agree with you, is kind of surprising because, like you said, that song was fucking everywhere. Uh, let's see, album of the year. Um, like I said, I'll tell the Swift, I, I like I already said, Taylor Swift won, but the nominees were um, Janelle Aiko, um, Black Pumas, uh, Coldplay, uh, Jacob Collier, um, Haim. I have never heard of them. Um, Dua and Post Malone again. So let's see. Song of the year. Okay, now this might be a very dumb question. Okay. It probably is. But what is the difference between record of the year and song of the year? Uh, I think, hmm, you know, I've, I've, hold on. There's an explanation for it. Um, and I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm going to do okay. the slide. Um, okay. So record of the year goes to the performer, but recipients can include the singer, producers, engineers, and other team members who were involved in the creation of the recording. Okay. Song of the year goes to the songwriter. Ah, ah, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. And then the album of the year kind of, you know, that body. Yeah, that speaks for itself. Okay. All right. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, so song of the year nominees. Uh, the nominees were her for I Can't Breathe. Um, and she 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 was the one that won it. Uh, Black Parade, Beyonce, The Box, Roddy Rich, Cardigan, Tell Swift, Circles, Post Malone, Don't Start Now, Dua, Everything I Wanted, Billy, and If the World Was Ending, JP, JP Sax, Saxe, Sax? I don't even know. Uh, featuring Julia Michaels. Um, and her one for I Can't Breathe. I have not heard that song, but just by the, well, you know what? I'm not going to assume nothing. I'm not going to assume yeah. Cause you, I was about to say that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like something on uh, very BLM ish, but I'm not going to assume. <laughs> uh, Megan Thee Stallion won Best New Artist. Um, really, she was eligible for that, huh. right? Like that, oh, okay. right. Oh, last wait, was this the year where they did the weird thing with the Grammys where they were like we were gonna combine two years because we didn't have a 2020 Grammys? Uh, I, they might have. They might have. Okay, well, that, that yeah, because if, if she's counting for last year's last year, what you call it, then yeah, because okay, that makes sense. I see. Because I because I said the same. I had the same reaction when I saw Bianca. I'm like, wait, best new artist. <laughs> but yeah, they probably doing the thing where they count both two years because they didn't have an award for one because of COVID. So, uh-huh. let's see. Um. I think that those are all the the major highlights and major points uh for who won what. So 
seems like a good for people that we care about, you know, a good good showing for Beyonce, a good showing for Megan, a good showing for her. Um uh, yeah, seems like a, a very um a very good showing all around, but that was not the only thing that happened at the Grammys. Um because uh there was some controversy. Um, because Lil Baby uh, had a performance um, at the Grammys um, for his song, uh, The Bigger Picture, which fe- featured uh, Tamika Mowry. Um, and that drew a bit of ire uh, from the mother of Tamir Rice, Samiria Rice. Um, the performance, which debuted into Sunday's night ceremony, opened with a depiction of police brutality featuring actor Kendrick Sampson. Mallory appeared later in the performance, as did Killer Mike of Run the Jewels. I already, I already know this was some bullshit because Killer Mike involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> at this point... <laughs> At this point, Killer Mike has been in so much shit where it's like, as soon as his name is involved in the things, you automatically just roll your eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, in a Facebook post, notab- notably from an account previously cited in reports from people inside and others as belonging to Samiria Rice, Samiria shared a clip of the Maori portion of the Grammys performance, and uh, she, did, uh, she didn't miss no words. Uh, she said, quote, Look at this clout chaser. Did she lose something in this fight? I don't think so. That's the problem. They take us for a joke, and that's why we never have justice because of shit like this. Uh, Samira also addressed her problems with the performance and with the prevalence of such examples of what some has cri- have criticized as the commodification of those who were killed during police br- due to police brutality in a number of additional posts Sunday and Monday. She said, quote, fuck a Grammy when my son is dead. Fuck all pig cops. Um, and in another post, <laughs> she mentioned Mallory um, as well as seemingly calling out um, recently prominent uh, civil rights attorney being Crump. Um, yeah, she uh, she had a lot of shit to say. Some stuff that I can't even repeat on this show, and this is our damn show. Um. Because <laughs> woo, she did not. Uh, I'm reading this and woo, this is a, this is a lot. Um, but hey, that's how she felt. Um, honestly, it's. I did not expect it to hear. To, I did not expect to hear it from her. Um, but her, I mean, like the article said, what she's saying is something that a lot of people have brought up. Like shit, I want to shit since since. Since to um, since, not even since um, to me, since shit, since Trayvon, like this has been a criticism that a lot of people have had. Well, taking black pain, black death, you know, at the hands of the police, at the hands of the state, the violence that we um suffer, and turning it into art, and it's like okay, but. It's turn, you turn you turning our pain into art, but like where's that getting us? And it's just I did not expect like somebody that like is like this d- d- directly directly affects like you know we have you know every 
it seemed like every year we rightfully say that hey, Tamil was just a, a a young child in the park with a toy gun, and the police killed him in in some odd seconds. You know, we bring that up every year. Yeah. I'll say, well, Bianca, I'm sorry. It was like it was like two seconds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we bring that up every year, rightfully so. And it's like we say all this. You know, people make you know. Um, that's what we're looking for. They make art, art about it. They make videos. They do all these some, you know, these symbolic gestures, these perform, very performative gestures, like paying Black Lives Matter on the goddamn street and shit. But yet, our black bodies are still being being slain. Like I felt that when she said "fuck a Grammy," my son is dead. I, I mean, say what you want about how she chose to go about it, but where's the lie? That's real, you know, and it's one thing when the people of a community choose to commemorate that person that they're close to, but this this is another thing altogether. Like you said, when clout chasing MFs decide that, like they're gonna enter the realm, right? And I mean, you enter with the, these people have the purest of intentions, right? They're not trying to besmirch her or mock her or anything like that, but it just comes off as tacky, and sometimes tacky. tacky He's a really like pungent violation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the 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 appropriate word for it. It just comes off as tech because I don't I don't think you know. I mean, granted, I don't know you know, <laughs> little baby. I don't know uh, Tamika Mari. I mean, uh, shit. I don't know Killer Mike, but uh, of those three people, we damn sure know that Killer Mike usually don't be on the up and up about shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? For taking him out of it. Like, I don't think Lil Baby's intent was to be offensive, but, but, like you said, it can come off, it can, it can and did come off very tacky, especially to, you know, like you said, when it's somebody that's like literally in directly in the fight, like, they're like, bro, like, you're doing these performances about my son, the police brutality, like, my son ain't coming back. Not only is my son not coming back, we still ain't got no justice for my son not coming back. And while art definitely can be a way to get a message across, I don't... <sighs> art can be a way to get a message across, sure enough, but when it's done in a way that is, you know, offensive to the community that you're trying to bring awareness to, that's when it becomes a problem. And also like, okay, you making the, like you, 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 you are taking this pain and making art of it, but also with the, with what you, what, what the revenue that you get from this art that you are making off this pain, are you giving it to the people that are in pain? That's also the big question. Yeah, it's it's I just I just think that like I said, if you if you haven't if you like either aren't close or haven't built closest with that family, like why are you doing this? Yeah. There's no authenticity in that shit. Well, very well said. Uh, speaking of authenticity, um Kurt Franklin over the weekend had a bit too much authenticity. Um 
as he has apologized um, after his son his son recorded an expletive laden phone call over the weekend. Um, uh, the Grammy winning gospel singer um, apologized over the weekend after his son posted a record of a phone call in which Franklin hurled profanities and apparent threat at his son um, in audio of a partial phone call posted to um, Kieran Franklin's Instagram account, the elder Franklin, um, I just like that phrase, the elder Franklin, can be heard saying, you need to get your skinny muff, mother, MF and ass back out the, the G, just fill in what you think he said, way before I put my foot in your ass. I will break your neck if you ever disrespect me. He seemed, he seemed, he continued before seeming to hang up. Uh, According to um, reports, uh, the pair have had a tumultuous relationship. Uh, Franklin has two children with wife Tammy Collins and legally adopted her daughter from a previous relationship. Kieran is Kirk's son from a previous relationship. This is why I'm done. No father should uh, has no fathers should speak to their children like this. Uh, Kieran posted in a caption alongside the video. Uh, he went to say, uh, hanging up in my face, no apology, no compassion, no effort. Stop telling me to go home to my family. I don't even know where they live. I don't think I'll ever trust my father to be alone around him again. He added, I didn't want to do this. I probably won't release the entire recording because it's too embarrassing that I'm even having to deal with this. Uh, on Sunday, uh, Kirk post, um, excuse me, posted a video to Twitter addressing the call. Quote, many of you know I have an older son named Kieran Franklin. We have had a toxic relationship with him as a family. Uh, we have tried for many years through counseling, through therapy to rectify this um, private family matter. He said, uh, uh, he said, he said that a therapist had been on the call earlier in the phone conversation, but he never played that part of the recording, Kirk said. Uh, he said, quote, I felt extremely disrespected in that conversation and I lost my temper and I said words that are not appropriate. I am sincerely sorry to all of you. Franklin said, I'm not perfect. I'm human. I'm going to make mistakes and I'm trying to make it right. Please keep me and my family in your prayers. Um, now, now, <laughs> I have several things to say about this. I don't have a lot to say about it, but please go ahead. Um, one, when this happened, um, from what I heard was very verbally abusive. Um, and I'm not even gonna sit here and mince words about that. It, it, it was, regardless of what you feel the son may have said to trigger that reaction, that shit was, verbally abusive i'm a grown-ass damn man i have been alive 30 years on this earth my dad is also grown a grown-ass man he has been on this earth 74 years i have definitely in my day pissed my dad off um and probably deserved the cussing out my father did not do that uh, because one, he is my father. And as Kirk said in his apology, no parent, not even just a, a father and a son, but a parent, no parent should speak to their child like that. Whether you are 14, 24, or 44, 
that is wild to say the least that's number one number two i saw a lot of people um black men specifically um saying that this is one blaming the sun two calling the sun soft and other people who were calling out kirk for being verbally abusive soft saying that this is what's wrong with this generation blah 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 i would like for you niggas to remember a lot of you are also the same niggas that be bitching and moaning and i don't like using that term but i'm going to use it here because i want to shade you niggas because y'all be full of shit y'all be the same niggas who be bitching and moaning that black men don't have safe spaces and people don't care about black men's mental health xyz you niggas just and i mean just last week was up here lying <laughs> um about the shit that goes on in barbershops when women and queer people uh, black queer people specifically were saying that sometimes that you know they feel uncomfortable going to barbershops because a lot of it's a it'd be a lot of harmful and toxic shit be saying be said in there um you same niggas who were complaining about that are also now the same niggas that saying kurt did no wrong y'all be full of shit third y'all they, they don't know what they fucking want <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they want it's it's is it is it Uchiwali? Is it one mic, nigga? Like exactly. Um, Please continue. And third, y'all be lying about Drake trying to break generational curses, because we talk often um, about how while our parents did the best that they thought they could do or knew how when raising us, a lot of that shit was not good. A lot of that shit was very toxic. They learned toxicity and they passed it on to us. Many of us are trying to undo that. A lot more of us are, are, are open about talking and talking about how we feel, going to therapy, more, using more constructive ways to get our emotions and our feelings and stuff out. You can't do that while also saying Kirk didn't do nothing wrong. That is not. That is the opposite of trying to break generational curses. Because that shit was foul and abusive. It was. Abuse is not just physical. Verbal abuse is... Ver verbal abuse, honestly, is probably more common than physical abuse. Yeah, it's just... It's so dishonest. And... Like, people still go back and forth with these folks. They want to make the point that, you know, you keep saying one thing and then doing another thing and then never making them line up. These niggas is dishonest. They're liars. They don't. They don't want to actually fucking make things more equitable, more just, more fair. They just want their turn to complain. And my thing is, when you have something that's like to be complained about, go ahead and complain about it. I'll hear you out. I'll offer you escapism or a shoulder or a couple. Mm -hmm. So you know whatever the case might be. Um, but this ain't this ain't that this ain't that kind of complaining. This is again, it's, it's playing on our faces. It's dishonest as fuck. It's trying to move attention away from something that needs genuine and urgent concern, just so they can hear themselves whine. 
Correct. Just yeah. so they can hit themselves on. You niggas be full of shit. But I will say, now, did Kirk owe, did Kirk necessarily owe us an apology? No. Uh, he owed his son an apology. But did he owe it for us to be public? No. But um, given his stature, given his presence, um, and given the fact that, you know, while it might not, while it might have been, you know, uh, not the best way for us to, uh, basically, we should not have known this, but the fact that we do know it and that it is public, Kirk had no choice but to apologize publicly. And again, I'm again, I'm not saying that son might not be fu- fucked up because it seemed like he do got some issues. However, that still is no excuse for Kirk talking. Listen, let me tell you something. No, nobody should be talking to you like that. Like the way that Kirk talked to his son, nobody should be talking to you like that. Period. So the fact that he was talking to his own son like that. That shit was fucked up. And again, you can't have it both ways where you want to break generational curses. You want to be better than the generation that came before you, but you still repeating the same shit that the generation before you did. That you acknowledged is not the best that they could have done or was the best thing for, for, for you and for us, you know, the generation after. You can't have it both ways. So... I I do hope that his his family gets it together because again I'm not even saying that something ain't necessarily you know completely right with that son. It seems like they got do got a lot of toxicity and stuff both ways. However, the way that we saw it was Kirk. We saw Kirk's toxicity, so that's what we're talking about, and that's what he had to own up and apologize to. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, that apology could have stayed between them, but. It, it it didn't, and uh, people get to have their opinions about it, but some of these opinions are stupid. Correct. Low as I am to use that word, you know, some of these opinions fucking qualify as that. Like, they're just so ridiculously off-base and unnecessary, and just loud and wrong, and in and service is nothing. Mm-hmm. In service of nothing. There we go. In service <laughs> of nothing. Um... Update, um, six more people have come forward uh, to accuse T.I. and his spouse, Tiny Harris, of sexual assault, in addition to the 11 who have already come forward. Um, lawyer Tyrone A. Blackburn, again, I love that nigga's name. Yo, we need to run Tyrone Blackburn ads on this podcast. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, I agree, because that is a black-ass damn name, and I love it. And it got black in it. Hello, hello. Um, but yes, Mr. Blackburn, uh, who who is representing the the eleven alleged victims, including the original accuser, Sabrina Peterson, told the day the, the Daily Beast following claims from six new accusers. "Quote: If I was a prosecutor, I'd have brought charges already." A former friend, of, a former friend of the couple, Peterson made the first claims of sexual abuse and coercion late in late in late January, which T.I. and Tiny denied. Uh, the 11 women who have banded together now are calling for a criminal investigation to be launched against the rapper and his wife who have been accused of drugging, raping, and kidnapping their victims. Blackburn said he start he started uh, initial discussions regarding his client's allegations with two law enforcement officers, adding 
adding that quote, the goal is to get justice for these women, hands down. It's not about the money. It's This is not about the clout. Um, all right. So, yeah, two more. I'm going to six more people have come forward. Uh, six more victims have come forward. Um, and again, I, not to be the dead horse, but I've said it before. When we talked about the story, I said it again. All they have to do, I mean, literally all they got to do is play that damn video of Shekinah Dry Snitching on them. That's all they have to do. It is a layup. Right. I rest I rest my case right then and there. Right. So your honor, they friend just literally said that my that uh the defendant, my client, was there in her own words, quote, doing the shit with them. Your honor, that implies that she is giving credence to the fact that that Mr. and Mrs. Harris were indeed doing the shit. That's all you gotta do. Just play the damn video. Listen, fucking um, um, uh, the shade room might have took that shit down because they own Ti and Tiny Payroll. But somebody on some nigga blog on the internet got that damn video and saved it. Mm-hmm. All that's to say, make smart friends. Correct. Absolutely. Um. Speaking of another, speaking of an update. Um, we talked about this a while back. Um, I didn't think anything else uh, was going to come of this, but this is an update. Um, a man who romanced three women, including blackish star Jennifer Lewis, is ordered in order to con them out of money for his phony businesses, was sentenced Tuesdays to eight years in prison. Antonio Wilson, 58, of Santa Monica, was sentenced in a federal courtroom in Los Angeles in order to pay $272,000 in restitution. Wilson, also known as Dr. Tony Marriott, let's start right there. Nigga. You couldn't come up with a better fake name than Tony Marriott. Dr. Tony Marriott. Boy, <laughs> I would have gave you four years just for that name. He might as well have said his last name was Windsor. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, he got two, he had two fake names. Bianca, do you want to know the other one? Uh, I don't, but say it anyway for the show. Bryce Carrington. The fuck kind of toys this nigga grew up playing with? God <laughs> damn, these names stink. Oh, Fisher Bryce ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Show title. Write <laughs> 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 it down because you know we'll forget. Oh, um, <laughs> already texting it to you. Oh. <laughs> But yes, he fleeced his victims out of money that he claimed were investments in his sound design business company um, and software uh, development company, prosecutor said. In fact, he spent the money on himself. Uh, U.S. District uh, Judge Stephen V. Wilson, th- that also is a black... What is with these damn black-ass names in fucking law enforcement and shit? Like, goddamn. Niggas um, be putting them criminal justice degrees to use. Right? Um... But yes, uh, Judge Wilson described 
Judge Wilson described Wilson's behavior as vicious, according to a statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office. Predator is not a term, uh, is not usually a term referring to uh, in the context of fraud. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> but it is an apt description here, the judge said. So, yeah. Um, first of all, first of all, he should have got, first of all, he deserved, he deserved three years for the fake name of Tony, Dr. Tony Marriott. He deserved three years for the other fake name of Bryce uh, Carrington. He deserved two years for trying to scam our beloved Auntie Jennifer Lewis. And he deserved four more years for the other women that each that he tried to scam. So honestly, he deserved 16 years. No, you know what the V stands for in Stephen V. Wilson? What does that for? Victor. I, black the tables have turned. <laughs> that was well done. The tables have completely fucking turned. That was well done. That was well done. All right, but that's all the news that we have for right now. So right now we're going to take a break, pay some bills, and then we'll come back with HBCU Fashions. Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With five and ten dollar subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back to wrap up the show with some HBCU fashions. Uh, these some good ones because y'all been on some T rash. Uh, this a good. These some good ones. These some good ones. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's, <laughs> let's start here. All <clears throat> right. I caught my boyfriend masturbating, and I was gonna help him help him out. Uh, of course, but he pushed me away and said he'll do it himself. That hurt my feelings so much. What am I supposed to do? WSSU. Winston-Salem State University. A once proud institution. <laughs> I'm playing. Uh -huh. <laughs> A once proud. <laughs> Shady as hell. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm goofing. Um, please, nobody from Winston-Salem or Winston-Salem State or North Carolina uh, jump on my neck for this. It was a joke. The proud, the Rams are proud. I am proud of the Rams. You make Scarlet and White look good. Anyway, um, 
sometimes, um, I don't know, you just be in a zone. And you think, you know, help is, you, you know, usually universally, like, regarded. But sometimes you just be so in the pocket with that shit. You're just like, ah, nah, I'm, I'm okay. Like, you know, put yourself a, a tea kettle on or, you know, grab, grab a J and smoke it. Or turn on the Netflix and turn your favorite show on. I got this. I don't think he meant to offend her. Or I shouldn't assume that, should I? I don't think uh, he meant to offend uh, his partner, the person who wrote in. I just think he got in too deep. <laughs> uh, I, all I will say is... Um, communicate to to them that they hurt your feelings um the pushing you off part is well i'm just looking like mm, yeah, mm. like i get being in the zone but trying to push your partner literally out of the zone I, mm. oh well good luck to everybody yeah this, this might be one of them things where the, the recollection of it like might get mistold based on biases and shit like i wouldn't imagine shoving would be like how that went in this instance i could be given too much credit i don't know um we just talking it's all good um i just think it was more like a like a wave off you know like a you know point guard's got the ball at the top of the key and he waves off the pick he wants the iso that definitely that definitely is a very good analogy for this <laughs> man man's wanted the iso he was iso joe with it <laughs> Ski mask. Um, Mackenzie Scott donated thirty million dollars to Winston Salem State. About that. Uh, next one. This boy saved my number in his phone as Arby's, and I've been wondering what that what it means. But I finally realized TXSU. Texas State. Lord, they got. Yeah, they do have Arby's in Texas. I, I would. Yeah, that shouldn't surprise me. Um. I want to know what does it mean, though, because they say they figured out what it means that this boy got you saved as Arby's in your phone. You say you figured it out. Well, what the hell is it? Because I want to know. You held the Arby sandwich sideways? Uh, oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Man, she got the meats, fam. Like not <laughs> not the meats like a, anyway. Um I'm just Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's constructed a little different. Anyway, no. Um <laughs> I, I got it. I got it now. See, I didn't know that because I don't eat Arby's, so uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got well, it. I mean, you've seen an Arby's commercial though. Yeah, that does imagery, like it, it got to you pretty quickly there. I, yeah. I, I did not edit this this uh audio gap down. I don't think we've had any of those today, by the way. Shout out to us. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I will not edit that audio gap out at all. I'm leaving that shit there because <laughs> you paused and then you got it. <laughs> yeah, I heard that light bulb turn on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got that one. I got that one. All right, next one. Good old Bobcats at Texas State University. Mm-hmm. How about that? Texas State be coming in with the mess now that I think about it. They they almost up there with FAMU. We're coming in San Marcos, southwest of Austin, I think. Mm-hmm. Southwest of Austin? 
Yeah. All right, next one. I'm the breadwinner of my relationship, so I disrespect my boyfriend all the time, and I don't care. I love getting on his nerves when he is doing his schoolwork after coming home from work, and when he's not home, I cheat on him. I can't respect the man that I make more than. Spellman. Mm. Girl, you be listening to Twitter too much. That's what Mm. You've been you've been you've been watching too many split the rent conversations. That's what the hell you've been doing. <laughs> Cause girl, what the fuck? First of all, y'all still in school. <laughs> we could start it in there. You still in school? Of course, that boy ain't making that much. Y'all still in school? <laughs> And if you are making more than him, I almost can guarantee you that it ain't by that much. Yeah, right. Because, again, y'all in school still. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> you must be like the other girl and he got you saved in your phone, in his phone as Arby's. Because mm-hmm. ain't no <laughs> way. It got, listen, you got to have that snapper because otherwise ain't no way in the hell it makes sense for him to be sticking around for for verb what what uh, verbal abuse. What we was talking about in the first hour of the show, verbal abuse. Girl, you are abusive. Yeah, that's kind of weird, right? To be basing things on that, like at this phase in life, and it's not like her situation is unique, right? She's the only one going through college and realizing that hey, people might not be balling out of control. In college, and usually if they are, at least four times out of ten they scamming. Anyway, um, <laughs> right. That's that's a, that's a weird rationalization to like want to make, you know. Right. Like, not only are you disrespecting this boy, you admittedly cheated on him, and you and your justification is because you can't respect the man that that you make more money than. That is a very yeah. bad mindset and justification to have at this age. Because, again, I have to bring this point back again. Y'all still in school. Because, listen, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. If this is how you are right now, and you don't change this, you are going to be verbally abusive and not a good partner to a lot of men i'm not saying you never gonna find a a partner that makes more money than you a man that makes more money than you but with the way um the what's the word i'm looking for uh the way capitalism set up baby in this country you might mess around and just meet a man that makes uh, that you make more money than and that does not give you the right to disrespect him and treat him like shit because you make more money than him yeah and i mean obviously there's no gotcha moment here like that's across the board right no matter who you are like you kind of have a i don't know I like not kato but like i think that's a little more tenderness right that that calls for right because the person who's making less already feels weird in the power dynamic yeah Yeah. Like, but to be serious for a minute, this see again, this is why we have to let patriarchy go, because this is stupid. 
Very. Like it really is. Like, like you said, Bianca. Regardless, if he was doing this to you, it would. It well, honestly, it would be. A, it would be more offensive in Rome again because patriarchy. But even with that, like you, you, you do not have the right to hold money and a sense of power over a partner's head, over anybody's head. First of all, partner, friend, anybody. You don't have the. Listen, all of us are broke. Everybody broke. I'm it's, so broke. It's like one, two percent of wealth in this country. Everybody else is getting by. So you don't have time to be playing these bald-headed, foolish-ass games, treating people like shit because you may, you might make more than them. So please, I beg of you, get that shit out your system. First of all, that boy need to leave you because he don't deserve to be treated like that. <laughs> and you need some therapy. Therapy. Because this is very difficult. Uh, what is it, read? Promo code read? Yeah. <laughs> yes, top space available. Because this is very toxic and destructive behavior that you are exhibiting again. This is cross show promos. We don't promo shit on our own show. Cross show promoing. Hey, listen, that should be funny. Um, <laughs> hey, when niggas be wild, I'll be like, look, you need talk space. Um, but yeah, go to therapy, young lady, because this this ain't this ain't it. This ain't it. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. What else? 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 Uh boom. My best friend has been like my brother since elementary. But a few years back, he started. Okay. Listen, sometimes y'all in these damn abbreviations and this slang, listen, that's when the old person that come out of me because like, what the hell? And, okay, let me start over <clears throat> from the top. My best friend has been like my brother since elementary, but a few years back, he started fucking with this ain't shit shorty and I barely seen the nigga since. He always with her. How do I unwhip this nigga and get my friend back? Anonymous. You don't. <laughs> right. You just gotta, you gotta ride this out. Like, yeah, the answer is the question. <laughs> right you cannot do it it will not happen it will be seen as you putting barriers up between him and his pursuit of true love and even if they don't win in the end you pushing for him to reshift his priorities will certainly create a loss for you in the beginning yeah like there won't be no like damage to sort out at the on the back end it'll just be done and over with yeah Listen, time eventually reveals all. Like if this, if if your friend is fucking with an ain't shit person, because I'm again, I'm not gonna limit it to gender, because you we're talking about a woman in this situation or a young lady in this situation. If you have a friend or someone that you care about and they're with an ain't shit person that is not good for them as a partner, all you got to do is just stay there. Now, if they if they talk, if them being a bad partner is making your friend toxic and you feel like establishing a boundary, that's well within your right. But if they just being trash to them as a partner and they can't see it, all you got to do is just be there. Trust me. Eventually, they will see it. Mm. And if they don't, then make that priority shift. Just just be present. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know the, the the saying is cliche, but all dark always, all darkness always comes to the light, or however you go. So just just keep being there. Just keep being there. 
He'll see eventually. And if he don't, then, you know, that's when you got to make a decision. Um, next one. The rich kids that go to Howard, <laughs> the rich kids that go to Howard is so different, LOL. The one nigga seen me, he going to ask me why my parents didn't buy me a better car. Bitch, my parents broke, and why would you ask that in front of a girl, Howard? Wait, 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 wait. Read that again. All right. Yeah, it kind of they how they phrased it kind of tripped me up too. I so yeah, I'll read it again. <clears throat> yeah. The rich kids that go to Howard is so different. The one nigga seeing me, he gonna ask me why didn't my parents buy me a better car? Bitch, my parents broke, and why would you ask that in front of a girl? Oh, why would you ask me that in front of a girl, Howard? <laughs> oh my God, this hey, is... I, ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. Me and that nigga will have to scrap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me and him will have to fight. You trying to run a flex on me, fam? Like, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like you said, you don't, you don't know me. You don't know nothing about me. You don't know my parents. Shit, my parents, my parents spent money to get me here. Yeah, they ain't have, they ain't have nothing left to try to get me a car. They trying to get me a better education. You up here trying to flex, and then you trying to flex on me when I'm trying to talk to a, talk to a shout. Boy, boy, yeah, you and him got to fight. <laughs> Yeah, one, one, one of y'all has to emerge victorious from the situation. And I'm rude for you, honestly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo, y'all got y'all got to trying to make do with what you got. We get it. We on your side. We got your back. Yeah. We we team we team mid tier whips over here. You know. Yeah, hello. Listen, we are team. We are we are team reasonable uh, motor vehicle. Listen, man. There's that picture of Button and that Celica hatchback, and it's funny because. Of why it should be funny, but then it's not funny because he wasn't like a somebody yet, mm. right? And what I what I what I mean by that is, you know, people had different opinion of Joe Button circa two thousand four when his picture was, you know, found. Yeah. Then now, right? I'm not I'm not talking about this iteration. I'm talking about that iteration. Of yeah, I'm talking about you know. Pump it up, Joe Button. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I mean, that ain't a I mean shit. That's what he's most known for. Well, music anyway. Cause I mean, like you say, currently, I mean, he's most known for being a fuckboy. But yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Damn, it's a lot of Howard today. Um <laughs> I'm just going to read this one. I can't wait to see your your reaction. I'm just going to read this. Got called a house slave by my fam because I have an older white boyfriend. He ain't that old. He ain't even 50. Howard. Now you taking the video camera off. 
This has been the Chronicle College Show. We out. Thank you for listening. <laughs>